This is the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Aras. I'm your host. I want to welcome you to the podcast if this is your first time here. Welcome, welcome. Um, If you are returning, thank you. Um, And welcome to you too. Uh, Hopefully you're returning because you are finding value in these episodes. And hopefully, um, you know, you're elevating your skill set behind the chair. So this podcast and combed education is kind of my passion project for this industry. I always say it's my calling to contribute. And this is one way that I do that. I have the podcast and this uh, and the blog, I should say, as free resources. If you're willing to invest in yourself, there's also the fundamentals course shop. Uh, more information on that, you can go to combededucation.com slash fundamentals. Okay. Today we're gonna talk all about MEA. We're gonna get into the nitty gritty of some chemicals. And it may seem like I'm a little salty about MEA and I'm not gonna lie, there is a little bit of saltiness that I have, but only because of the misunderstandings. um, Because I didn't know any better either until I dug around. Um, You know, ammonia has been getting a bad rap lately, more and more. Um, And a lot of brands and a lot of manufacturers are opting for ammonia free hair color, right? I want you to know one thing. Ammonia-free does not mean chemical-free. It's kind of like food that's labeled sugar-free, still has some sort of artificial sweetener in it, or foods that are labeled fat-free have other ingredients that don't necessarily mean it's healthy. This is the same thing, okay? Again, I'm not talking smack, there's a time and place, and if it's working for you, cool. I always say I'm here to offer perspective. Take what works, leave what doesn't, okay? So when we're talking about ammonia-free color, it does not mean healthier, it does not mean chemical-free, it just means it's a different alkalizer used, okay? So one more time, if you choose to use a hair color that is ammonia-free and the alkalizer is MEA, um, and it's working for you, cool, but I think it's important that you need to know how that color works what makes MEA different and what are the results that you can expect? So first let's talk about what an alkalizer is, okay? So an alkalizer is some type of chemical that is used to create alkalinity in the color. Hair color, oxidative color, anything that needs developer, okay? The color in the tube needs to be in an alkaline environment. So there are chemicals that are used to keep that alkalinity. Now, we also need that alkalinity in order for the hair to soften and expand for permanent hair color to happen. Any oxidative color that's going to happen needs an alkaline product, okay? Think of the alkalizer as the catalyst that softens and expands the cuticle layers so that then the developer, once it's mixed in with that alkalinity, can release its oxygen, it can create the undertone, and it can get those dyes to do their job, right? In the coupling and the developing to to create the tones that we see. So most often, the alkalizer that most brands have used up to date have been ammonia, okay? However, in recent years, manufacturers are wanting to get away from the big bad ammonia and they're marketing for a more natural or clean hair coloring product. And I say I have nothing against this except for the fact that MEA is not less damaging than ammonia. It's not necessarily cleaner than ammonia. More on that in a minute, okay? Let's, so alkalizer, you got it? It's something that creates alkalinity. It's a chemical that creates alkalinity. Most color manufacturers are either using ammonia and MEA along with other pH stabilizing um, ingredients. 
So the alkalinity is necessary for the dyes to survive in the tube. The alkalinity is necessary for the hair to swell so that the developer can do its thing so that we have permanent color. You with me? Okay, I tend to talk a little fast, I'm sorry. It's the Armenian in me, I can't help it. Okay, so let's dive into what is MEA. Okay, MEA is short for monoethanolamine. Monoethanolamine. It is an odorless alkaline chemical and is used as a pH adjuster in hair color. It is responsible to create alkalinity so that the cuticle layers can soften and swell, ultimately allowing the hair color process to happen. Sounds a lot like ammonia, huh? So it is well known that ammonia is a gas which dissipates, which means it's a gas, it evaporates, it dissipates from the hair. MEA on the other hand is like an oil or a liquid, meaning once it's in the hair, it has to be physically removed. Like it has to be shampooed. So does so does ammonia, guys. But MEA, it, it has to be removed along with the dyes and everything else that's in the color. Okay. So that is what MEA is. It is an alkalizer. It is a chemical cousin to ammonia. MEA is a liquid or an oil versus uh, ammonia being a gas. So let's talk about molecular weight. And what is the molecular weight of MEA and why does that matter? So here's what you need to know. The molecular weight of MEA is 61 compared to ammonia at 17. So molecular weight is the size of the molecule. So the bigger the molecule, the uh, more the hair needs to swell or the more damage that it can cause to the cuticle layers because you're forcing this big molecule in through the cuticle to get to the cortex. So MEA is three and a half times larger than ammonia. So remember, the alkalinity in the color is what allows the developer to release its oxygen and lighten the hair to create the undertone. Um, because of how large MEA is, permanent hair color that uses MEA as an alkalizer is just not as efficient in lightening the hair enough to produce vibrant tones. Um, not so great in creating light bright blondes and definitely lack in the gray coverage arena. In one way, because of the high molecular weight and less lifting ability the developer has in an MEA based color, you're creating less damage internally. Right? So if you're using a highly alkaline product that's like ammonia or bleach with a developer, you're going into that cortical fiber and the cortex and you're starting to create some damage. So with MEA, the good news is, is you're not damaging the internal cortical fibers of the hair. So yes, you're creating less damage internally. But because MEA is larger, the damage that is being caused to the cuticle is more significant because it's causing the cuticles to swell and spread way more. And MEA colors ultimately can lead to more porosity in the hair, which if, uh, if you guys listen to my episode next week, you'll understand, but it can actually lead to more um, damage internally as well. So the more that the cuticle layers are damaged, the more you can start getting internal damage. So MEA can actually deteriorate the cuticle layers more than ammonia can. They can cause more porosity, um, which is going to cause damage to the cortical fibers, okay? When the cuticle layers keep expanding and retracting and expanding and the lipid barrier gets destroyed, 
water can then get in to the cortical fibers. So when that happens, it breaks down, that water can break down some ceramides that hold the cortical fibers together. And then at that point, the hair just begins to break down and unravel. Think of like a rope. That's what can tend to happen. If you don't address the damage that's caused to the cuticle layers, it will lead to more catastrophic damage. And because MEA is so large in molecular weight, it's causing those cuticle layers to diffuse even more, um, which is causing damage essentially, okay? But what about MEA in demi-permanent colors, right? MEA in a demi is a lot more understandable and even justifiable. With demi-color, achieving lift is not necessary, so using MEA as the alkalizer makes sense, but again, remember, wash it out, shampoo it out, I don't care what nobody says, wash it out, shampoo it out, be safe. So the million dollar question, is an MEA-based permanent color really less damaging than an ammoniated uh, permanent color? Depends on who you ask, okay? So think about it this way, the amount, the amount of MEA that is used in color is where the issue is. They're using anywhere from six to 10% of MEA in their color formulations, okay? For permanent oxidative color. But permanent oxidative color that uses ammonia, the ammonia is at one and a half to three and a half percent at most. So also since, since MEA is not volatile, meaning it doesn't dissipate out of the hair, like I was saying earlier, it can remain in the hair. Okay, the MEA that is left in the hair can cause the color to darken, can cause the hair to lose shine and luster, and even cause potential scalp irritations. So there was a study done. If you go over to my blog, I cited the study. Um, I'll see if I can actually put it in the notes of the podcast too. Um, but there was a study that was done, and here were the findings. Here, The study was about... Um, it compared the damage to human hair fibers from MEA and ammonia. So here's, here's one quote. The number of level three hair color products that substitute MEA for ammonia is increasing. There is some anecdotal evidence that higher levels of MEA can be more damaging to hair and more irritating than a corresponding equivalent level of a typical alkalizer, um, ammonia, in the form of ammonium hydroxide. Our interest was to understand in more quantitative terms the relative hair damage from the two alkalizers, particularly at the upper limits of MEA on head use. I know that's a lot of words, um, but again, I have the article. I'm going to see if I can cite it at the bottom of this podcast. Here's what that study found at the end. This is one more quote. It said, in fact, all methods show an increase in damage from MEA-based formulations up to 80 5% versus ammonia in the most extreme case. So based on this study that they did, MEA caused 85% more damage than an ammoniated permanent color. Yeah. So definitely um, surprising, right? What you've been told versus what's really going on are two different things. So see why I said earlier in the episode where you're gonna think I'm salty about MEA? So I'm not necessarily salty about MEA. What I'm salty at, what I'm mad at, what I'm frustrated with, what I'm upset at is that 
brands can come out and say, oh, we're not using ammonia. This is clean. This is good for the environment. This is good for the hair. It's healthy. It's natural. It's not. And your results are going to freaking suck because the gray coverage sucks. The red sucks. The brown sucks. The blonde sucks. It's just not for permanent color. A Demi, that's fine. But like for permanent oxidative color using MEA, I know there's other people that are using other things too, and that's a whole nother episode. Um, but yeah, 85% more damage versus ammonia. That's a big deal, guys. That's a big deal. Okay, so why you must remove MEA from the hair and how. So like I mentioned earlier, MEA is an oil or a liquid and it can remain on the hair, cause potential issues like fading and scalp irritation. So most brands that use MEA as an alkalizer for permanent color will typically have a shampoo to use to remove the color. These shampoos typically will contain ammonium lauryl sulfate and EDTA, which is a chelating agent. Both of these are very cleansing to the hair and scalp, and they can be used to eliminate MEA from the hair. Use the recommended shampoo. Trust me. You don't want any of that shit left in the hair. So if they're recommending whatever brand shampoo, please use it, okay? So to wrap all of this up, I try to keep all of my episodes under 20 minutes, so I think we're still good on time. But to wrap this up, here's my take on it, okay? As always, my goal is to offer perspective. In no way will I ever tell you what to do. You should do this, you should do that. No, I'll share with you what I found, okay? I'll share with you what I've learned, what I've read, what I've listened to, what I've experienced firsthand. That's my goal. It's not to change your mind. If it's working for you, cool. But my opinion is that permanent color lines that use MEA as their only alkalizer are not in any way, shape, or form better, cleaner, more efficient in hair coloring. They're not more natural. They're not safer. They Mm, hold on (laughs) I was gonna get ahead of myself so also like I said the results with MEA based permanent color that they tend to be underwhelming at best Um, and knowing that MEA is not better for the hair in fact that it can be more damaging I would stay away okay so the reason this whole ammonia is bad campaign even began I think is partly because of the smell ammonia is a gas it dissipates. When it dissipates, that gas comes to your nose and you smell it. Just because MEA doesn't smell like chemical, it does not mean it's not a chemical. Okay, MEA doesn't have a smell. So it was very easy to convince our industry that because it doesn't smell, it must be better for the hair. Think about it. Remember the non-fat and sugar-free foods? Are they actually healthier? Is MEA actually healthier? It's your call to make. I hope that this was helpful. If you found any value in this, I ask that you please share it with your industry friends. Um, The more people that know this information, the better. Obviously, I appreciate it. Thank you for taking your time to listen. Hope that there was some valuable information here for you. I hope you learned some things. I hope it got your brain asking some questions. Until next time, guys, happy hair coloring.